The following is a presentation of the Black Hollywood Live Network, the first online broadcast network dedicated to African-American entertainment. Hollywood Redefined. From Los Angeles, California, streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies, this is Black Hollywood Live, breaking into... Featuring in-depth interviews with today's most influential entertainment figures, highlighting their tips, tricks, and techniques on breaking into the entertainment industry. You're listening to Black Hollywood Live. And now, the host of Black Hollywood Live, breaking into... That's right. May he rest in peace, Maurice White, just passed away before the show came on. He was 34 years old. The first concert I ever went to. Crazy. Hi, welcome to Breaking Into here on Black Hollywood Live. I am your host, James Law Jr. Of course, you can follow me at Black Hope LA, and that's B L A K Hope LA on Twitter and James Law Jr. everywhere else. I'm so excited. I try to bring you guys diverse group of guests on my show and from different places and in different industries, and they're all great. And this is another one today. This is somebody who has his own radio program, and I actually was on it last year. And it was a great, I had a great time. It's Generation U Radio. It's here based in LA. It's, it's actually, I want to read the title. It's a mixed format variety radio and TV with roots in urban comedy and hip hop and R&B. It's exactly that. And it's just a great show. And his creator is here. He's also a lyricist and songwriter, Army Vet. Thank you for your service. And I'm so glad to have him here, Scotty Trippin. Thank you, man. Thank so you get, get applause. Oh shit. Hit him with a round of applause <laughs> one time. Get some applause. How are you, sir? Shit, man. Thank you for uh, having me in the building. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, so you can follow us, of course, on YouTube under Black Hollywood Live. Um, we have a lot of programs on there, but you can also find Breaking Into on there. And then I have the Breaking Into Facebook page. So it's forward slash, I believe. I think it's forward slash Breaking Into. So we're going to get right into it. I, you know, I always said I was on your show last year. And what's funny is about your show is that it really does talk about real life issues, but in a different way. There's a, cause it's very, cause for me, I'm a little older. <clears throat> we'll say how old I am, but I'm a little older. <laughs> and, uh, but I was, I, what I found fascinating was that you do talk about it in a way that's very relatable with the hip hop R&B flair. Where did that come from for you when you decided to do the show? Mm. Um, the show has a lot of, the, the show has a, a pretty crazy, uh, the way it came about, I guess you could say, uh, for for a long story, a long story short, I guess you could say that um, basically I used to work for the Foxhole Foxhole Radio. Yeah, you did. On um, back then it was Sirius One Hundred Six. I think it's now it's Sirius Ninety Eight or okay. Sirius Ninety Six. Mm-hmm. But um, you know, big up to them. By the way, they're the ones yes. that kind of like you know what I mean. Um, taught me what I uh, what I do now. Yes. Um, but at the same time, I came out here because um, for music. So I was I'm an ex soldier. I got out the military. Yes, you um, did. I used the used the money to go to school. That's where I met um, Foxhole and got the insurance ship with them. Um, things split up in 2011. Everybody yeah. went their separate ways, um, and it took me a few years to get my get my life together. Yes, which happens. Yeah, it happens. And then, uh, but you know, I was an intern, so so I started out as an intern, just working basically like Monday, Wednesday, Friday. I worked with um, Corey Holcomb's radio show, Fifty One Fifty. I'm still, you know, affiliated with them. Oh, good. I'm still affiliated with uh, a, a lot of those shows. Actually, uh, I've always just carried myself like, you know, no matter what type of drama might be going on in the business situation, always do right by people, and that's that's mm. got me pretty far, you know. So I like that. You know, radio show start. Uh, Genu started in 2013. Um, we moved to Roscoe's Media Center. In 2014, and we've been going on strong ever since, man. Now, when he says Roscoe's, yeah, we're talking about Roscoe's chicken and waffles because after I did his show, I went across <laughs> the street and grabbed me some on the way out. 
Gotta get you that number nine. Yeah, man. okay. Yeah. Oh, I gotta yeah. love it. That's so funny. You know, it's like, and if you're, you're not from LA, the best of the best. And now, actually, that location is the best location. And, and you know, man. it's funny because when we, when I left from, you know, I was spoiled. I came, I started in the radio business at a really pop, like the show was popping when I first got there. Mm-hmm. I got there right after they did the uh, Superhead episode so uh, it was crazy yeah and then you know i was there for the whole blame it on the alcohol thing and the whole oh, tour yeah, yeah, and everything yeah, so yeah. like i got a lot of experience in seeing an entertainment company working from the inside so as a lyricist and a songwriter which the real reason i'm out here um i decided that since people knew me so much f- for radio and, and the stuff that we did we did the conga room monday night oh, foxhole okay. live get down we did a lot of things we had a lot of history so i decided to start a radio show because people knew me from that nobody was really Nobody was checking for my music, truth be told. Okay. But okay. a lot of that's people, real. yeah, that's, that's real. real talk. But a lot of people had heard um, the, the radio stuff. So they was like, well, you going back to Foxhole? I was like, well, you know, we're going to start our own show. And it's funny because coming from Foxhole, I was thinking internet radio might be a drag, but it's like internet radio is really a way to clean up, man. Back in the day, we didn't have videos. We didn't have internet chat rooms and all that. So it's like crazy how technology has made it so that we can kind of do our thing. You know what I'm Here's saying? Here's the real talk. No, I wrote this down. Here's the real talk, kids. You ain't just some like little rinky dink radio show on an internet. You average. I went through all of your, your videos. <laughs> you average between five thousand and nine thousand views per episode. You have an episode you did three months ago that got fifty three thousand views. Yes, sir. <laughs> I mean that's for real. I mean, yeah, that's, yeah. I mean that. I mean that's really. I mean you're doing something that people are relating to. Yeah, I think I think one thing about it is that we don't we don't. With the, the whole Hollywood mentality to me is played out. I mean, I'm not from here. I'm from Maryland, um, Maryland and DC DMV. Shout out, real quick. <laughs> I was but, just there um, recently. I love D. I love DC. I love the DMV area. Um, there's a lot of great um, areas, especially um, culturally black, historically mm-hmm. black areas. But that's one of the greatest, in my opinion. Okay. And that's where I'm from, so I'm gonna hold it down for that. But at the same time, moving to LA was a culture shock. I had to get sure. used to the way that people live, and plus, I'm an ex-soldier, so that's even more kind of. Mm-hmm. I'm a blunt person. So um, it was real difficult for me working around certain circles. And, um, you know, I I learned a lot. But at the same time, one thing that I always wanted to do is I was always like, if I ever do it my way, I'm going to do it for the people. I'm not going to keep doing this like, let's have a radio show to make me look good and, you know, use everybody else to my. So, you know, we do it the opposite. The radio show is is, is is a platform for everybody. And I spread the wealth, and and you know it's working. It's working well because I feel like we're not selfish, and we're just doing it for the right reasons. One of my my uh, tenets that I that I follow, especially on this show in my life period, is to pay it forward, share knowledge, and lift each other up. That's one of the things I always say, and your show does that. Man, I'm I'm proud, and I'm grateful that you recognize that mm-hmm. because a lot of people think that it's just all for jokes or all to look good. And we try to do all that. Oh, we course, we have a fun show. We do. Yes, you, <laughs> you do. You know, we talk a lot of we talk yes. trash, man. Yes, you do. We go dozens. Yes. We go we we joke battle and all of that. That's you know part of where I came from from Foxhole. Yeah, yeah. But same time, like it's always for the people, man. My my um, my motto and the radio thing is support the art, support the people, and support the movement. And you know, we mm-hmm. we try to stick to to that. And know? the thing about you that's great because I I because I actually when I when I asked to come on his show and and I was waiting for my turn to get on and I actually looked at some of your shows, there was eight million people in the room. I couldn't stop <laughs> laughing. I mean, up and through that the was voice. a good show. And we had a good show. Yeah, and, was, a good and, show. I, and I posted that show on our Facebook page, uh, Breaking Into, that I was on back in June. Um, the thing that I was impressed by you was that. I thought I would get lost in the shuffle. I wasn't sure. Right. But no, as a producer and lead host, 
because I'm a lead host, obviously, and I have my own radio show. You know you've how hard to, that is. Yes, it is hard. Yeah, it's hard to, to watch the timing, hard. and you got the music over here, because you have a variety show, and you have things going over here, and make sure everybody's comfortable, and, and you have your guest list of your guests, and you try to give them each their, like, their, their 15 seconds of, you know, whatever fame. You did that that day. That's why I was like, I talked twice. Actually, I talked twice on that show that day, and I got some good sound bites out of it. But it was just funny yeah. how you went to the comedians that were there, and the artists that were there, and the singers that were there. I mean, you got to everybody. Yeah, well, how do you do that? <laughs> how? All, those people, all, those, all those people in the room. Listen, I got a lot more gray hairs than I did two years ago. <laughs> I'll tell you that much. But it's funny because, um, like, it's hard. Like, to be honest with you, I wasn't supposed to host the show. Oh. Um, the way that it happened was we, uh, I was producing. Um, I put this, put the whole thing together. And then we, we were at a different location and, um, the team split. Uh, it, long story short, there was okay. a conflict of interest between the people who had started it, myself and one other okay. guy. Okay. So, um, we split ways and I took my people over to Roscoe and, and shout out to Roscoe's, uh, Roscoe's Media Center. Yes. They do a great job. And part of the reason we can do the show on the capacity we do is because we have seven mics in there and we have two cordless mics. So the cordless mics is big for us for the strategy yeah. is that we got people on the camera. But then we got the cordless mic passed around in the back. You do, yes. I, I used to be a segment producer for oh. Corey, uh, Corey Holcomb's show, so that was my job to okay. walk around with the mic. So we kind of do it like we used to do the conga room, um, get down and, and mix it up. But at the end of the day, what I do is I write down everybody's name. I go around before and write everybody's name down and have it all on my script yeah. so that I can try to shout it out. But I, I kind of approach it more like I'm doing a show, like if you was in a show and you was like, shout out to the homies here and mm-hmm. stuff like that. So it's 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 a mix of hip-hop and and um and radio and the hip hop part that's very much uh, that's you right I mean that's why you infuse that into the show is that this is me I'm a, I'm part of the hip hop generation R&B generation that was very important for you to do the show it that way yeah I mean I'm a I'm an MC man I've been rapping since 1994 believe it or not and um young like how we two I'm <laughs> like I was uh 11 when I started rapping wow, okay in sixth grade okay. And um, I'm—I don't have a problem telling my age now. I'm 32. Okay, you're still young. And, you're uh, young. I, I feel like I'm—I feel like I'm old <laughs> enough to get it, but young okay. enough to still to get it. You yes. know what I'm saying? I like that. I do yeah. like that. Okay, yeah. It doesn't yeah. stop. I'm 40, almost 47. It doesn't stop. Oh, but you know what I'm saying? It, yeah. It's it's all about how you move, man. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, if you don't move like no 47-year-old, you ain't no 47-year-old <laughs> these days, man. You know what I'm I like that. Yeah. I do. So, but so it was, you were very conscious. Because you're, you come from MC background and, and, like, lyricist, songwriter, your radio show, you wanted to reflect kind of that atmosphere vibe. Yeah, I'm a backpack rapper, man. I'm that guy that you that was sitting in the back of class and people thought he was talking to himself and was rapping. Right. I've been rapping my whole life, man. Wow. So it's kind of cool because I never realized that those skills could help you in something different. Mm-hmm. Um, you know the phrase where they say you, you have a goal but not that many? Mm-hmm. You know, when I was young, I didn't really understand um, how co- how technology was going to change what we do as MCs and as performers and hosts. Mm-hmm. And it's it's a beautiful thing, man. Especially working from um, national. You know, this is a funny story. It's a cool story, Please man. Tell it, tell I, it. I was working at Sirius Radio when Sirius and XM merged. Oh, okay, you were there. Wow. Okay, yeah, nice. I was working for Sirius, okay. and so you know, we ended up getting a whole new uh, station. Yeah, now, you know, somebody on Sirius. I mean, on XM lost their their whole situation so I felt kind of thinking about it I was like wow we came up we got we got lucky in this situation but at the end of the day it told me like yo 
money's not there like it used to be for that type of platform as far as paying to watch to listen to radio uh, okay. you know and then i think what was it like 2012 or 2013 right around that time when when the youtube when you could watch when you could really watch youtube and drive yes. your car yes. it was a wrap <laughs> and then ever since then and then that radio's taken off yeah. you look at the numbers and stuff and we came in at a good time and we had a backing from you know foxhole has a lot of loyal fans and shout out to all of the foxhole fans shout out to my girl Cla- claudia jordan and all the people on her um, murder murder squad page, because that's that's like the nucleus of our people. You know, that's yeah. my people. I like that you that you remember where you come from, and that you give great thanks and gratitude. That's that's a very important thing. Um, now, how has working as an intern kind of influenced you as a producer? Like how, because you know everything now, you know all parts, different parts of the business, right? <laughs> working as a producer makes me appreciate. I mean, working as an intern mm-hmm. and now being a producer mm-hmm. makes me appreciate what it's like. Like these interns that I'm working with, um, you know, as a business owner, mm-hmm. you know, it's it's important that you make sure that if you're going to have an intern, you you get you get the work out of them that they're supposed to do. But I think a lot of people in this business and in in this, especially in L.A., will take advantage of interns, you know, and, and it's messed up because a lot of these interns, you know, they'll use their place in the business to basically keep them silent. So, um, you know, being an intern for as long as I, if I told you how long I worked for free, you know, um, but at the end of the day, it's two different types of people. It's people who are, you know, there for a handout and there's people who are there and know what their talent is. So I just say like this, if you're an intern and you're in a situation that's bad, um, think about yourself, you know, and if you think that you can stick out that situation and make the contacts you need to make to do your own thing, then do that. But if you really need to like stand up for yourself, sometimes you need to stand up for yourself and just let people know, like, I'm not going to be pushed around like that. Because, you know, basically you treat, you teach people how to treat you, right? Exactly. Yeah. You, you tell people how to treat Mm -hmm. you. Yeah, basically. Right. So, and and I just, you know, going back to, to what I, what the show is all about, Mm -hmm. We we used to work in some pretty hostile environments. Now oh, really? it's not necessarily it's nobody's fault at Foxhole for, or at least I'm not going to place blame on any one person for how things went. Um, it, I think it was just a lot of people all kind of caught up in the moment. Because I'm telling you, Foxhole was cracking, man. Really? Right. We were cracking. I mean, Fox, I think they did a thirty. Uh, the, the tour was so long that I got tired of wondering where they was at. <laughs> Put it like that. Yeah, right. You know, and, and, and I mean, at the end of the day, you got a lot of really high-talented people in, in the building, and, and, and that, that can lead to a lot of problems, especially when you underneath them. Mm-hmm. So, so um, you know, I just really always said, when I get out and I get to do my own thing, if I ever get to a position where I'm in charge, I'm going to work, you know, from the weakest link, just like the military. You know, yeah, there you go, and and figure out, identify the people that you really need to work with and help them grow, and then allow them. You know, it's a crazy thing when when you bring a young person into a positive environment when they've never been involved in a positive environment. It's like, it's like wildfire, you know, and it's crazy that it's a niche to be positive. And to be a good person in Thank this you. business, Thank but you. unfortunately, it is. So. I agree. I'm, I'm a person who's like I. I like being known as a nice person. It's not. And I have, I have people in the industry who just think I gotta be a bitch. I gotta be this. So like, no, I like being a nice person. I like being known as a nice person it doesn't mean I'm any weaker than anybody else. It means that people do things for me. 
um, <laughs> and agree to things because you're a nice person. People should be nice. There should be no unnecessary roughness, so to speak. I mean, it's unnecessary. If you're confident, I, you know, I deal with a lot of rappers. I deal with a lot of oh, battle yes, rappers, oh, yeah. too. <laughs> you know, so it's crazy sometimes because sometimes I'll be like, you know, like I put out my music and let people know what I can do through the music and then I don't really brag about it too much because I feel like at the end of the day like everything is going to come to light you know if you if you really got talent you don't really need to be angry that's true you know I don't got nothing to be mad at right so you know I'm I'm cool man and plus we like to laugh I came from Foxhole so like them dudes really taught me a lot about just comedy and what comedic timing means and tone and stuff like that so I owe a lot to the people that I that I um, studied under you know Mm -hmm. and um Wow. I mean, and you have a couple of comedians like Leanne Tucker, of course, on your on your <laughs> yeah, yeah. on your staff. Shout out to Leanne Le- Tucker. Leanne. On, if Leanne. you get a chance, Leanne is hilarious, man. Leanne Tucker comedy, I think she is on mm-hmm. um, online. But yes. Leanne is a, an outstanding comedian and a yeah. really good producer. Too. Yeah, no, she's good. So I mean, yeah. it's so much. about your some of your team. I mean, you have some good people around you. I mean, so how I mean, how do you find them? And how I mean, how did that work? Because oh, <laughs> you have a lot of people, man. Um, well, we got a core group. You know, um, Courtney. Courtney Black, Courtney. she's Courtney. she's promoting the end of black segments and producing her own shows right oh, now. Okay, good. Okay, they done came so far, man. I'm he- I'm so proud Aren't of them. Proud? She's like a proud papa, so to speak, that she kind of yeah, cultivated and, this. Yeah, I try I try to stay away from from all of that. Like the I, I call them my brothers and my sisters because okay. okay. it's like you know I'm young. You know I don't I don't okay. I don't want to put people in a position where they feel awkward because they oh I'm okay. working for a young guy or whatever, and I don't yeah. want to like take I don't want to take credit for their talent. You know I'm proud of putting the right people in the right place and I can take credit for that but what they did as far as hitting the ground and running with it that's on them they're talented we got Courtney Black she does In the Black and she's working doing big shows you know she does J-Spot regularly she does you know Leanne does Comedy Store on a regular um, and other spots like that we got William he's an up and coming um, man this dude is really is really something man he's not only like uh, the talent that you would want for your film yeah. but he's also kind of just like he got them antics man when we first started he would be in the background because he wasn't on the camera he wasn't <laughs> on the show but he just did such a good job of being involved and like oh. making the show funnier and stuff so mm-hmm. when when he got his chance he was on there so I love it you know and then we got Melanie can't forget Melanie that's right brother. Um, Melanie Melanie's yes. beautiful she's yes. a VJ she does a lot of work with um, t- you know she does a lot of interviews and guest mm-hmm. interviews matter of fact you know at some point we should talk about our companies working together. Yes, but we'll talk about that. And I can't forget Diamond Potty Mouth. Okay. I can't yes, forget I my girl Diamond. Diamond yes, I know. She's good. Diamond is one of the <laughs> realest people. Yeah. And it's just so funny because you see like a young mother. She's a young mother, man. And she takes care. Not only does she take care of her, her kid fierce, but she's also a good woman to, to um, she's engaged. And, and her dude is hella cool. They're they're okay. like they're like extended family to me. So Good. you know the team is the most imp- the team is the best part about it to yeah. me. You know. Yeah. Well, who who you surround yourself with actually you know it means everything, doesn't it? It means it means a lot, man. And you learn that from the army, I'm sure. You learn that who's yeah. around who's around you. What yeah. the difference it'll make? The 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 energy. You know what really taught me the most about how to run a radio show in okay. this wild. Um, the military taught me how to command, like how to command respect and not always demand it because some people mm. want respect all the time. That's not how you get respect. But what I learned a lot from was just playing basketball, playing sports. Because at the end of the day, have you ever played a, a sport and you want a team with somebody that's hella negative and even though you're a good player, yes. it just yes. brings your game yes, down. Yes, it does. Yes, it does. You know? And then, so I only, you know, I only rock with teams that, are positive. Mm-hmm. Like even if you make a mistake, 
You know, yeah. we could address it like, yo, yeah. get your shit get You know what I'm right. saying? Yeah. We, we, we do that. I yeah. go hard on my show and I'm hard on my yeah. team. But yeah. at the end of the day, when my team do right, I'm bigging them up because, mm-hmm. you know, they're the ones that's going to take it from and, and keeping it and keep it going. You know, right. I'm that's only one person. So. That's true. Yeah. Now, um, how important do you feel schooling is? Because you went to school. Uh, you got out of the army, you went to school. How do you feel how important that is? School is important, man. Like, you can't... you. Nowadays, you can you can get education from different ways. Mm-hmm. So I would say just because if you can't afford, like I know a lot of people that can't afford to go to a major school. Right. Um, I will always tell them if they, you know, a friend of mine just told me that you can take courses and just not go through with mm-hmm. the certification, but yeah. still get the knowledge. Mm-hmm. The knowledge is out there. So I, I feel like if you ever wanted to do something and for whatever reason you couldn't afford to go to school for it, you can find the knowledge out there now. Um, to do it on your own, man. Like, I didn't know anything about radio. I'm a rapper, man. Right. I'm a rapper. That's First all I came foremost. here for. Yeah, right. That's all I came here for. The ra- the radio thing opened up to me because I met people who, who exposed it to me. Mm-hmm. And I also worked with some people who did it at a high level, so I saw how to do it at a high level. You did, yeah. Um, but, you know, that's a, that's a blessing. But it's like there's no reason why you can't. Um, put your own situation together. We're doing everything we do on YouTube, yep. and we're getting we're getting the response that we're getting. Oh, so, yes, you are. I, I you thought, know, and, and it, it's just like I think it's more about your philosophy as a business owner, mm-hmm. or as an entertainment person mm-hmm. um, in general, you know, or even as an entertainer, just you know, walking on the sets and stuff. You know, mm-hmm. the type of attitude that you bring with you is a big reason why people hire. Let me speak from a producer real quick. As yeah, a producer, please do it, please. okay. Yeah. I don't like working with people that are negative. Same here. I just don't like it. You know what I'm saying? If you're cool, if you're good at what you do, but you have an attitude about it, don't want it. There's plenty of good people out here. Mm-hmm, so, so I don't, I don't always hire necessarily for like the best. I don't, I don't look for the best with the most experience. I look for someone who's experienced and who's humble, and um, and who has the right energy. At the end of the day, we're in a studio, you know. So I need, I, I, don't fuck up my vibe. Part of my life. You know, I agree. No, I, the thing is, I always say all the time, you can be the best at whatever you want, but if you have a, a, a bad attitude or a diva or whatever you want to call it, you can don't work. Yeah. You're a dime a dozen. They're, they're, there's somebody else waiting in the wings to take your spot. Hell yeah. Trust and, me. Yeah. You know, they're right behind you. Um, how important is it for us black men? I, I just kind of want to address, we're both two black men of different generations, but still black men, for us to really pull it together. Because you do a race, you do topics all the time on everything. I mean, so you've had experts on, you've had regular folks on. You, I mean, just like, I mean, what what conclusions are you coming to right now that just that, that we need to work on? Um, I think that I think that sometimes we have to to take responsibility for what we're doing at the time. You okay. know, like everybody wants to kind of like have a reason to be like, well, it's not my fault. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've always told people this, and I really believe this, and it's been true for my life, is that change only starts when you really decide to change yourself. If you could talk to every... Yeah. I, I could, me, right? <laughs> I sit, could sit on a microphone in front of a camera mm-hmm. and talk to all sorts of people about how they should change. Mm-hmm. People might listen, mm-hmm. but not as many people is going to listen if they see me change and they see it in you. You know, so, you know, like I'm a, I'm a, I come from church, you know, I come from a church background. I'm not necessarily like the most extra religious person, but I'm a very spiritual person. And I believe that at the end of the day, that these are the things that you tap into. Um, you don't, you don't push something down someone's throat. Mm -hmm. You show them the good example of what it is. And then it's up to them to figure out what, well, what is that? 
And how do you pick your topics? You do you change topics. Are you just you just something pops in your head. You see something on TV, or just I mean, how do you guys pick your topics? <laughs> well, I, I let the team. Pick oh, the, what we do is we go th- we go through a process where we have a conference call, and then we'll be like, all right, so what's going on right now? Mm-hmm. Like you know, this uh, tomorrow show we're doing the word of mouth show. Word of mouth. Okay. Last week we did the, so it's ironic because yes. last week we did the charged up show, and then you heard oh, about yes. all the the yes. drama with yes. Meek. Yes. And, all right, did you hear both songs? I haven't heard both songs. I haven't. So I heard them, and I gotta be honest. Yeah, Meek kind of did his thing. Okay, okay. So you know, and then it's funny because just coincidence. So this week we talking about word of mouth, okay. and then we're gonna kind of go in depth on. Well, do you think that he had somebody snitched on Drake, or do you think they're com- they might be conspiring? Man? Hey, you never know, right? You know, stranger things have happened right behind yeah. the scenes for entertainment, for entertainment reasons, yeah, man, for popularity and being you know relevant. So yeah, so I mean, we're doing it. And the way that we come up with the topics pretty much is I let my team do their thing. Like, if they want to um, bring up a topic, then they'll bring it up to us. And then, um, But a lot of times it's based off current events okay. and um, and everything like that. Or if we just have concepts like what you was asking me about, how we can bring our people together. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I really think that it, it has to do with just being positive in general. Like, the attitude that you put forth when you walk outside and you deal with people like you ain't gonna change everybody but yeah. when you meet people who are like like-minded especially black but not just black anybody because you know big part of what our show is successful for is that we're an urban radio station yes. that cover that we are so diverse man mm-hmm. that's something i'm proud of um you know i come from a mixed uh, a mixed ba- a mixed race background mm-hmm. Um, I have family members on both sides. Got it. And it's like at the end of the day, and, and not only that, but from the military, I got a lot of brothers uh, who are white. Yeah. And, and I have a lot of brothers who are other races than just white mm-hmm. or black, too. And at the end of the day, it's like there's some things that are bigger than that, and that's not really the biggest thing in the world. Mm-hmm. But if you know, if we don't help each other, then it's always going to be a competition. So the more people that's out here helping each other, you got to help yourself first. You yes, know what I'm saying? definitely. No, definitely. Right. I, I got rich and gave back. To me, that's the win-win. Jay said that, you know. But at the end of the day, if you don't give back, then what you doing, you know? I totally agree. And a lot of people, yeah. and see, so you embody my whole village mentality. I'm always saying it takes a village to raise me. <laughs> and they, my village knows who they are. Um, and, uh, <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like, and, and, I, and I have my own village. Like, I do, I have a, I have a big village. And you right. have that, too, I noticed. And as you've been talking... I feel like because we come from Africa, where that is a big deal, where the village you respect the elders, you help the younger, exactly. you know, and you and, have you, your, and you don't forget where you came. Yes, from. Yes, exactly. And so yeah. you sub- obviously you subscribe to that too. You got the whole village mentality. That we're all here together to. Make hey up. man, I'm a, I'm a proud member of um, D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. That's okay. how, like, in my opinion, that's how we was raised. But you know, obviously everybody ain't like, have ain't all one way. But um, I'm very proud of my family upbringing um the background and the in the integrity that my that my mother and my father taught me um and the people in my community even even the past you know it's funny i went to a southern baptist church as a kid okay. and um i had a white pa- the, one of the only white pastors in the whole southern baptist wow. convention and he used to get a lot of racist remarks and 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 it was just crazy to me because he was such a like this dude knew everything about NCAA basketball. Wow. That's what made him so cool to me because wow, he was okay. like a cool pastor. Yeah. So long story short is is like you can't never really judge somebody based off of any of that, especially their religion and their race and everything like that. But always be a good person and look for the right people. And once you surround yourself with the right people, man, work hard enough to take it there. You know, because so you could, you were know. you always were you always open as like a kid, teenager? Were you always like the kind of guy who was just like. 
you're cool. If you're, whoever you are, it doesn't matter who you are. You just it's whatever. Were you always like that, or you grow into it? You know, I, when I was young, uh, first of all, I always rapped. I was okay, always so a always rapper. Rapping. Okay, got that. But I was not like the coolest or most popular person. Okay. Um, to truth be told, I was very, I was very like polarized. I guess you could say. You know, um, you could you could think back and be like, it's a lot of different reasons why. Maybe it's okay. your, maybe it's colorism. Maybe it's oh, maybe no. it's you rap. Yeah. Maybe it's just that you ain't solid. You know, I feel like when I was a young man, I wasn't really like taught all of the things about how to be a man um, that I might have needed. But at the same time, at the end of the day, um, I, I always identified with the people who was the outcast or the person that was being made fun of or the person who didn't get the opportunity. Um, those were all the, always the people that I, I kind of um, thought about. I, you know, the, the successful people is the successful people, but what about everybody else? Mm-hmm. You know, and, and I walked, I, I've been through some major productions in my life, and I've seen a lot of people that couldn't even get in the door that were really good. Wow. So what about them? Yeah, what about them? You know? They're, they're great. There are great musicians out there who I like. I love their music. Just can't seem to catch uh, catch a break. Yeah, and and they probably deserve it more mm-hmm. than somebody else. Yeah, and and yeah. once you learn yeah. long enough to be in the business, yeah. you learn that yo, these people are keeping them out on purpose. The better you are, the less chance you have in some circles to make it because yeah. nobody wants to be the second best person in their own circle. Yeah, so yeah. you know, it, it comes it comes back to like you being able to look yourself in the mirror and and address your own pride and address your own bullshit that's going to keep you and your team back. And and be um, bigger than the petty stuff that keeps most of us. I'm talking about our people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Down and keeps us fighting amongst each other for the same scraps instead of creating our own uh, opportunities. I, you know, because you know, you know, I'm a business owner myself, and you know, we're entre- we're entrepreneurs, and so I always feel like I'm like, why are we fighting for that one slot that's right over there that, that they're telling us is the only slot we have? Yeah. Why are we yeah. just making our own slots? I don't understand. What I think that's... that comes back to education, though, or, or not even okay. just education. Because okay. what's crazy to me is I knew that you could do it on a certain level, okay. but I, but once I saw somebody do it, okay, makes sense. You know, when I, I watch, I watched Fox and them in the studio. I studied them. I studied um, TDP, who was a brilliant comedian, who a lot of people didn't know, who was one of the funniest people on Fox. Wow. So I studied Poetess. Um, she was. She was. Oh yeah, to her. Yeah. All yeah. of them. All of yeah. them. Um, all of them influence what I do now mm-hmm. um, as an entertainer, um, and I show respect for that. But at the same time, my background and my upbringing is a big reason too, because I've always just felt com- compassionate for people who I felt like were like me. You yeah. know, what I'm saying I didn't get a fair shot when I first came to Hollywood mm-hmm. at all. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. At right. all. You right. know. And and matter of fact, it's way deeper than that. But I really. I had to fight through a lot of issues and a lot of, you know, I came back from Iraq. Yeah, and I then, know. Oh, you saw some stuff, I'm sure. Yeah, and then was in the studio. You know how it is in the studio. Mm-hmm. You got to be kind of clear-headed and just yes. chill. Yes. Like, yeah. I was dealing with some serious shit. So, yeah. um, you know, I had to I had to deal with that myself. If I would have never done that, then none of this would have happened. Yeah. You know? Yeah, and you have a good path. I mean, the thing is, I mean, you really carved out a niche for yourself. And that's why I wanted you on the show, to show people that it can be done. And that people of color can do it. Anybody can do it. But there's mm-hmm. also people, like you said, see it so you can be it. But we think we think that this is all we got. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, you I see agree. all these people. On, you know, we always want to talk about all the Instagram models and everybody yes. that's online posting about yes. their guns and doing all of that. Doing whatever reckless stuff that they're doing. Mm-hmm. Some people would say make our people look bad. Mm-hmm. But I say, I say like this. is like these people just, they think that that's all they have. 
You know, why is it that most of the, our generation only think that the main things that a black man should do is hustle or, or play ball? Why is that the only options, right. bro? Right. I worked with a guy's name is C.J. Miller. He's uh he's got a book company called Fab Five Books. Oh, okay. Um, I was really, really, you know, really honored to work with this dude. He does a, a book signing event for these kids in um in Compton. We did lock high schools. Oh, um, okay, yeah. Yeah, Lock High School had a had, so basically what he does is he gives these young people um, an option to write their own book and be published wow. authors. Wow, love that. You know, and, and stuff like that is something that like I black can, folks write books. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and and they're good books. Yes, they're really good books, and they're from young people, wow, seventeen, sixteen I love year it. old. You I know, love it. so yeah, we did it at a Best Buy. It was really dope. Okay. We went there. I was emceeing, and we okay. had a DJ, and, oh, wow. and we let the kids have their moment. And yep. you know, to be real with you. More opportunities like that can happen when people are taking their resources that they make, especially if you are good. If you really that good you sh and you want to be positive, it's two things. One, you got to use your money and you got to invest it back in the right things. Mm -hmm. Shout out to my homeboy, um, Jalen Rose, man. Mm -hmm. He does. He has a he started his own school wow. in Detroit. A lot of people don't know these stories. You yeah, know? they don't. He started a whole school, you know. To, to educate the young people in his in his neighborhood. But another thing that's important to me from what I learned in the military is that if you got good intentions and you want to help, you want to do right, at the end of the day, you got to worry about protecting yourself and maintaining and living long enough to have your message be spoken. And, and that's one thing that I think a lot of people, especially religious folks, um, not trying to diss, but no, you know, right, right. You, you're in your mind so much that you forget this is real life. You could have you could have all the great philosophy and ideology and all of that, but at the end of the day, you walk outside, you back in them streets. So how you gonna act now? You know, so it's like taking that mentality and applying it to the real world is something that's like hard for everybody. Including that's the translation of that. It's hard. It is yeah. really hard to do that, and it's a learned skill. And I think I like I like what you said when you see it and you see it in action. Then you can actually go. Oh, that really can happen. I'm a very visual person myself, so I mean, I was saying, well, I'm like, like, see, if there, we, people don't know we have black. Well, we have black tennis players. We have black this. We have we have all kind of things. Black yeah. doctors. Black. It was like it should be just. You know, do you know the percentages of actual people making it on to the NBA? I mean, like making you know, like it's a yeah. small, it's a tiny. Yeah. And you can be a great basketball player, but it's a tiny percentage. So great, you play basketball, but why don't you try this too? That you may love it. You may love whatever that is. You know. Yeah. So I like your, I like your point you bring that up about just like there's more to life than just like the hustling and playing ball. Yeah. And there's radio. And if you're good at it, you know, if you're really, if you're as good as you, that's why I said uh, you always think about certain lyrics that, that inspire mm -hmm. me. And that one lyric about um, how I got rich and gave back is such a, uh, is such a it's, it's actually really brilliant because um, it's something that a lot of people just don't think of. Mm -hmm. They're so caught up in, like, I finally got a little push in the business. It took me, and you know, like, legit, it's, I've been rapping for over 20 yeah, years. Yeah. I've been rapping for over 20 years. Yeah. You know? And, and, um, but you don't get frustrated. You figure out a way to make it happen. Mm -hmm. You know, you don't sit there and be like, all right, well, I'm going to let, I know this guy. You know, how, I, I know a lot of people. Mm -hmm. I don't sit back and wait for them to give me an opportunity. Yeah. And that's why they would deal with me. You know what I'm saying? Right. And, and at the end of the day, not trying to be arrogant because I think that at the end of the day, you have to keep yourself in check. The, yeah. the higher that you get, oh, yeah. it's a new level. Oh, it's yes, kind of like, it's, it's kind of like when you demand in, in, in middle school. You know what I'm saying? Yes, I yeah. was the man in middle school. <laughs> <laughs> you a freshman now. All yeah, right. Okay. So it's another level. Oh, and then yes. when you get to them level and you just got to learn how to be humble. Yep. And you got to learn how to know when to do the right thing and when to do the wrong thing, man. I, if I told you some of the things I did, 
I made a lot of mistakes. Right. You know, which we all do. I mean, that's the thing, right? It's human. We, we all make kind of mistakes. Yeah, I mean, you know, you 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 try bringing an ex soldier into your studio and try to disrespect him and think he's not going to, you know, I, I, I'm sure. I didn't had some moments, (laughs) you know, I wasn't always positive (laughs) out here, but But that's, but that's the great thing about, um, being open to the universe, which you are, it seems like you are, and you're open for growth and education. And, but also you just like, you like what you like, you like what you're doing. So you're busy, you're busy doing it. I love it. You don't have time for bull duty. I almost cussed bull duty because you're busy doing the work, right? Uh, The, the work is, it's enough work. Mm Mm-hmm. It's enough work that, I mean, for real though, I just don't like people that want to always ask somebody else for something. Mm -hmm. So I'd rather do it myself unless I can't. Mm -hmm. You know, if I can't do it myself, I'll try to find somebody that's really good at it. That's that's, that's smart. That's a smart businessman too. Yeah. It's okay to ask for help, but it's good to find people who, if you can't do it, find a person who can. Hell yeah. Surround yourself with people who are experts at what you don't know. Exactly. Yeah. It doesn't. It has nothing to do with you at all, or your, or your, or yourself. Just that you just you don't know everything. I think that's a big problem with some of the com- uh, some of the companies out in LA mm-hmm. and why um, it's so flip flop because it's like you can't really expect if you don't ever give anyone the potential to mm-hmm. aspire to or to grow, then mm-hmm. you know you're going you're going to end up having to keep them back, especially if they're talented. Mm-hmm. You know. So I don't know, man. Um, the, the, you know, there ain't no easy solutions to life. No. You know what I mean? Um, I would be lying to sit up here and say that everything I've gone through, I did right or that it was easy. Um, but at some point, you just got to like, you got to have in your mind, you got to believe in yourself, know what you're good at, and then don't let nobody tell you you're not, man. I like that. Period. I like that. We're going to stop at that point. That was good. So I have two questions I ask every guest. And so, right. this, so you have to see, see what your answers are. I believe in language. I believe language, and you're a lyricist and a rapper, you know this. Language can stop us in our tracks. It also can propel us forward. So my first question to you is, what word in English language do you think we should take out? <laughs> well, I always, always ask those people. What word? Let me, what, what word do you think we should, should we, we take out? We should not be talking or speaking or saying or just or thinking. Um, when it comes to cuss words, okay, right? I'm more of a like an advocate of freedom of expression. Okay, but I do think that there are some words in certain company like okay. when you're around kids oh okay you know if you're around kid, like for me um, I use certain words that some people might want to ban probably okay. some of those words that other people have yes. said yes I may I yes. may use a time or two <laughs> alright yes but um, you know we could get into a whole conversation yeah. over is it the lyrics or is yeah. it the people who are taking care of the kids right. Right. it's a whole other story yeah but at the end of the day, um, when you're around children, I don't think that any um, profanity should be used. Okay. I don't, I don't market my music to, uh, I mean, my music or my my radio show really to any minors, anybody under eighteen, Good. okay, um, right. intentionally at least. Yeah. Um, if I gotta say one word, <laughs> I would probably say hate. I like that. Okay. Yeah, I would say that the hate is universally a negative word and there's always something you could use instead of hate that's very true yeah. now here's another question what word do you think we should we should put back in or saying more of what word do you think we should oh, put? don't ask me that there you go what <laughs> word we, what, I'm like what word should we put back in okay listen you have a respectable program so yes, I'm I not going to get too ratchet here yes don't get too ratchet uh, yeah but, I'm a, uh, uh-huh. a word that we don't use that much or it could be a word that that you really strongly believe in that we think everyone mm-hmm. should be using people should use in their vocabulary could be a word well, I'm gonna have to go with, 
I'm not gonna say love. Okay. I'm gonna say peace. Okay. Um, cause I, you know, you literally saw. I've seen a lot. Yes. I've seen a. I've seen how bad things <sighs> can get. You have. When people, when people, um, take the gloves off and say, no more talking. So I think that it's what you said about words is really important because no, even if you beat like let's say like I do, I got a home homeboys that be beefing in the streets mm-hmm. with other rappers and stuff. Mm-hmm. Always be telling them like. Open up, like, if you can, not saying you always can, because sometimes you can't, but opening up the line of communication is important because a lot of these things are misunderstandings that could be worked out with people, mm-hmm. you know. Um, but bringing back words and bringing back um, things like that, I would say peace because there's too much war in the world right now. There is. Trust me. There is. Oh, no, I, know. I, tr- I do trust All you. All I do is study it. I mean, to be real with you, ever since I left the military, I didn't believe in um, us going to Iraq but I was one of the soldiers that got assigned to Iraq mm. so it was really difficult for me as a I'm black sure. soldier and Ooh, you know sure. yeah and to go I mean we could go into a lot of details yeah. and stuff I'm, we're probably not for that right now but um, you know I, I chose to to get out at a certain point mm-hmm. and, and a lot of those decisions that I made I'm proud of to get away from it because you know a lot of people wanted me to stay I was a I was in a reconnaissance unit, infantry. Wow. We we were really a, a well trained, but um, the war wasn't right. I don't believe we shouldn't have. I don't believe we should have been there, and it's very difficult um, on your conscience mm-hmm. sure. to have seen all of that, all of the things I'm that I've sure. seen, sure. and to know that it was unnecessary is almost unbearable for a lot of these guys that come back. Um, but that doesn't mean that all ex soldiers. Who, who deal with, I have a record called PTSD where I address this directly, but that doesn't mean that these guys are crazy or these guys should be shunned. You know, a lot of soldiers get passed over for work. Right a lot of it's soldiers get discriminated on. The ones that really fought, the guy that sat in the in the desk and didn't do anything, oh, he's getting a good oh, job. Oh, yeah, of course, of course. You know, the guy that really fought and really sacrificed yeah. for this, for, for, for whatever you believe this country is. Yes. Um, you know, they don't always get a fair chance. So I represent them. But at the end of the day, we need more peace in the world, man. You got Yemen. You got Syria. Mm-hmm. You got, you got, um, um, I'm not even going to go into yeah. it, but you got like we a got, lot. Yeah, you, you know, you got Iran. You, yeah. got, you know, got parts of America. We need, we need to just, we need, you got we Chicago. Need, we got Flint, Michigan. You got going on there. Flint. Things going on there. We, just, we need to have more, we just need to have, yeah, more compassion and, and, and peace and stuff. That situation that's in Flint is crazy yeah. to me that yeah. this guy isn't. We can't. It's another show. Yeah. We're out of time. Yeah, it's another yeah, yeah, yeah. show. You have to come back. Before. You're always welcome back for us anyway. But no. Okay, so tell people where they can find your show. So right. so people can give a show tomorrow. You have a show on Friday. So tell people where they can find it. Yeah, we do have a show tomorrow. Um, my radio show is called Generation U Radio. Man, we do the show for the people first and foremost. If you want to check our show out, you can go on to our website. It's generationuradio.com. If you want to go, if you want to check out my music personally, um, it's scottytrippin.com, S-C-O-T-T-I-E-T-R-I-P-N.com. Um, but if you want to check out the radio show, man, I would really, I would really, um, advise that the people out there that they're really like tired of hearing the same old thing, that they check it out, man. We got an urban network. Uh, we have an urban platform. Um, we do a lot of comedy, but we also show a lot of love to, um, R&B. And hip hop, and if you want to go on YouTube, you can just type in Generation the letter U 
Radio. And if you want to subscribe, it's at Genu Radio. Hit that subscribe button. And I'll be posting more of the stuff of their stuff on my Breaking Into page. I did one earlier today. I'm going to do more, of course, because I believe in them. And I, like I said, I was on there before. I loved it. Thank and you, And I'll come back again, of course. Appreciate it. Uh, but you're welcome back here anytime also, sir. Thanks for all the work you're doing out there. Thank you, man. Thank you. I appreciate it. So that was Breaking Into, another edition of that, and Breaking Into Radio. Um, you can follow us on Facebook, uh, Breaking Into. Um, you can go to YouTube to Black Hollywood Live. We have a, great, a lot of great other shows there, too, on there, but I'm there also. And then, of course, you can follow me, James Law Jr., on everything except for Twitter. It's Black Hope LA. I'll see you next time, and thanks for watching. From executives Kevin Undergaro, Dario Christie, Tiana Hobson, and the entire BHL staff, we would like to thank you for supporting Black Hollywood Live, the first online broadcast network dedicated to African-American entertainment. For questions and comments, contact us, info at blackhollywoodlive.com. Like us on Facebook, tweet us, or Instagram us at BHL Online. And I am the official voice of Black Hollywood Live, Scipio, Instagram at KingXOBay. Thanks for tuning in. The views expressed here are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of BHL or its owners or principals.